genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one minute at a time. I don't want to think of a thing. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. (laughs) And today we're talking about Minute 117, which starts with Aragorn saying, Heir, fight for me. In regards to him being Isildur's heir, fight for him. Fight Um, for him. (laughs) And it ends with the... um, what would you call that? Like a facade? The building? Yeah, it's like a facade. It's it's the 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 castle carved into the mountain, um, starting to collapse. Well it's like the uh it's similar to the the entryway slash exit that we don't really see at the other end of Moria. Right? Like it's similar to that sort of thing, the the archway and the stair. Yeah. That we like barely see. Well, I guess a facade is just like, you know, it's like surface, but I don't actually know if this is a structure or if it's just like we're gonna make it pretty. Right. I mean, it 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 it's like a full exit with a door. It looks like to me. It's got a gate. Mm. Okay. So I I think it's a little more than a facade because there's That's there's definitely true. a gate in there. Yeah, but like it looks like it looks vaguely structure like, right? But like, well, well, yeah, it's like carved in, built. I guess we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But yeah, we're uh. The model's st- pretty. Yeah, we are still here. God, have why? The, like why for like seven straight minutes, here? we've just been in the past. Of the I um, it feels like a million years. Yeah, watching, I hate it. Yeah, I I am um, this watching this part one I minute have, at a time. Have, this drags. I have been on board this entire movie. This is my favorite movie. This is the exposition Gandalf of Two Towers of, 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 of Return, Return of the, of the King. King. Yeah, because this this and it's twice as long. Yeah, this drags. I completely understand why they shortened this bit in the theatrical. I don't like because last week you were talking about how you liked the extended Gimli gag, like that just keeps at it just keeps adding just, to it. I think it, it this is just exaggerated by it being by us doing this one minute at a time because it's just all right. When's it gonna get over? Yeah. All right. When's it, when are we gonna because move on? Because this to happens scene? in the theatrical. Right. So it's, Fight for me. So really, the only extended part is like the dumb Gimli stuff, but like and like some of the stuff on the way here. Oh, okay. But before they actually enter the path of the dead, with yeah, the dumb Gimli stuff. No, no, no. Some of the stuff with like um, on the way here between the Rohan camp and the entrance is also oh, extended. Oh, with Legolas's yeah, with like monologue? The, with like the psychedelic trip and all that. Oh. That's extended too. I'm pretty sure that we have more. There's more of all of this part of the movie. But how could that be extended? Like it provides context for this. Yeah, I don't. I think they leave out a bunch of the context for this. I don't remember. It's been a while since yeah. I've seen. It's been a minute because since I know I've seen the, the uh, theatrical. <laughs> it's been a minute, so I I think that uh, a lot of this stuff has like ten seconds, fifteen seconds added into all these scenes. Okay, there's lots of there are a lot of little additions onto scenes in Return of the King, rather than most of the extended scenes in. Uh, there are definitely some that are just brand new. But right. Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers, most of the extended runtime is from whole brand new scenes. Yeah. Whereas I've always felt like where most of the run t- extra runtime into the Return of the King extended edition comes from is 
10, 15, 20 second insert moments in scenes that were part of the theatrical already. Mm. I feel like there's tons of those moments in Return of the King compared to the other two. That makes sense. And they just, you know, they just add up to another 30 minutes of movie. There's an extra hour in this movie, dude, I think. Wait, no, how long is the runtime for theatrical? Uh, Over three hours still. Oh, okay. So really it's only like, what, 45 minutes of extra content? I think that there's actually more additional content in Two Towers, but Return of the King is such a long movie. Right. But I think there's actually more new stuff in Two Towers than there is in Return of the King. I could be misremembering that. Um, 51 minutes of additional footage to the theatrical runtime of 200 minutes. Okay. So, good God. I wonder, so, when they say theatrical runtime, does that include credits? I think so, yeah. Because the fan club credits are like... Right, increasing to 263 minutes with those extra fan credits. Yeah. So, yeah, there's an, an... So, the theatrical runtime is 200 minutes. Then there's 51 minutes of theatrical runtime, and then another 12 minutes of just the fan club credits. Right, which we will not be covering. A, a, <laughs> an extra 12 minutes of credits. That is like one of those mind-boggling little things about this for me. Just those fan club credits just go on and on and on. I mean, I guess. Just like this scene. I guess we can if if we need more wrap-up time. But right, like... if we just want to keep pulling in wrap-up thoughts and stuff. Yeah. It's there. It's there for padding at the end if we want to use it. I... Ugh. Plus, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really do credit episodes for the previous ones. Not, no, not minute right. by minute, no. because the credits are the same. Because the credits are very long. Though someone in the listener group pointed out that there was a typo in the two towers credits. Yeah. So, uh, I still haven't gone and looked for it. Yeah. But I will, eventually. Yeah. Maybe when we eventually do a, a rewatch or a watch party or something. That's a good thing to keep an eye out for. But yeah, so this this minute starts with Aragorn being like, "I am Isildur's heir. Right. Fight for me. I will. I will consider your oaths fulfilled." And then this guy just starts laughing, and I don't the ghosts like, start disappearing. I don't like the the laugh um, sound effect. Yeah, it's a weird sound. I don't dig it. It's supposed to be scary. I don't find it scary. I don't think it's supposed to be scary. I think it's supposed to be mocking. I think it's supposed to be scary. I, yeah. I, I've never taken it as being like a seriously scary thing or like even attempting to be. I think I've always kind of been like, oh, he's mocking him now. Oh. He's moved on from from trying to spook them to mockery because he's already lost a fight to him. Yeah, that's fair. So there's that there's that dynamic. I like the way the um the mist gets blown away after everything leaves. All those ghost farts get blown away by a breath of fresh air. Right. Um. Oh, man, our ghost friends. Why are we still here? <laughs> they certainly don't want to be. Well, but yeah, yeah they just they just all start disappearing, and Aragorn is just like, guys, right. wh- where are you? Where are you going? Like, I like Gim- what. Do, what say See, you? Gimli, Gimli, goading them now makes sense. Like, stand, you cowards, <laughs> you like, traitors, yeah, you yeah. traitors. Um, we do get another shot of this sword being absurdly long, ridiculous. I love it. It even looks, it looks even, I think watching this movie more closely, I disagree with John Howe. I don't think this is on the edge of believability. I think this is just past it. The really? sword. Yeah. I think it only looks good in close-up shots. I don't know. 
At least as far as its size goes. Like, it is a beautiful prop. Like, okay, this camera angle, like, <laughs> ten minutes, ten, ten minutes, ten seconds in, I think it's supposed to be, uh, like, we're focusing on the sword because he had just, you know, he just did the cool thing with right. it. Right, that's what gives him the power here. Right, so it's meant to look larger than life in this camera angle, I think. Mm. Um, the, the thing... I think it looks ridiculous when he's swinging it around in the wide shot in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think think the further away from Aragorn holding the sword you get, the the more you get a chance to appreciate just how... Like, it's like, it's as big as he is. (laughs) Like, yeah. This is... I I think I... No offense, John Howe, but I think I disagree. I think it's just on the other side of the line. I think... Okay, that's rich coming from somebody who, like, watches a bunch of anime... Yeah, but I don't, like, yeah, anime is, like, animated, like, clearly not real people in real spaces doing things, and when their goal is for it to be on the edge of uh, believability for real-world physics, and then I watch, like, this scene of him swinging around in what, for him, would have been an empty space on a studio, and just think about what everyone around him might be like, oh, man, Vigo looks real silly holding that thing like that. I don't think so. I, I mean, like, it... I think it's only the wide shots. It looks it looks particularly ridiculous in wide slots. Wide wide shots. The closer you are to Vigo in a the shot, better the better yeah. it looks. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay, I agree with that. But I just think the But yeah, this camera angle where we're specific camera angle. Where the camera's like coming right up along the blade of the sword right. to him. Yeah. Makes it look uh absurd. Right, but in like a purposeful way. Yeah, like definitely on purpose. But uh yeah, the the wide shot where he's just like Pointing at the ghosts, like swinging it around, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a at the very like a maniac. Of <laughs> he's just what say you? Where like it's not just that the blade looks so big in that shot either. The cross guard also looks ridiculously big. That's fine, whatever. Like it looks like it's like twelve inches across. Just what's this? He's got big shoes to fill. He needs a big old sword. Right. He needs a big old sword. I don't know. My headcanon is that the original dudes were just like, they were just bigger. bigger. Yeah, because they were closer to the to. They were they were closer to the blood of elves and other stuff. But elves aren't. But, but like if you if you tie it to elves though, like elves aren't big, right? And uh, yeah, and someone in the listener group uh, gave us an answer because we were talking because uh, someone else was talking about it. Like who made this sword? Because this sword was made by a dwarf. Ah, a dwarven smith Telkar. Dude, dude. Okay, so if this sword, like originally Narsil was right. No, I know. Uh, if if this sword, if Narsil was as long as Anduril was, that's like as tall as a dwarf. No, th- this sword's taller than Gimli. I'm I'm positive. Really, you think so? I I mean, if we wanted to get out a tape measure and a wide shot <laughs> and just kind of compare him to the scale scale double, we could. But that's I'm fairly funny. certain that if th- this sword is is at least uh is like maybe an inch or two taller than Gimli. Because remember, this is with the with the handle. This is five feet of sword. What? No, I thought it was four. Right? Oh no, it's it's four and a half feet of sword. Right, including the handle. Four and a, so four foot six is yeah. This is so. This is about the. This is a little shorter than Gimli, I guess. This actually. is Mary size. Yeah, it's Hobbit sized. But Mary—he's literally is, swinging around a Hobbit in his hand. But Mary is tall for a Hobbit, so I I would argue, I would posit that a short dwarf. Maybe uh maybe when Elrod had the sword re- Because Mary and Pippin are dwarf size. They're not hobbit size anymore. <laughs> Here's a thought for you. 
if uh, if people were just bigger in the first age when Narsal was around, yeah. maybe when Elrond had this reforged, this is actually a smaller version of this blade. <laughs> well, it would make sense that it would be bigger, right? Because you need more steel to fill in the gaps of the. Uh, Which you can't really do, but yeah, yeah I know yeah. it's, dude. There's a literal ghost army. I know, right here, looking at us. I don't. I understand that you can't do that in real life, but like they did it here. But yeah, like uh, like when they when they add the the gold to broken pots and increases the size of the bottle. Well, like soldering, right? Yeah, you need extra material to join to bridge the the gap. Yeah, Yeah. when you're welding and stuff. So Narsil was probably smaller. I mean, maybe or maybe he just like took out some of the shards from the middle and then just stuck it back together. (laughs) He's like, these are for me. We'll just take like six inches out of the middle of this. I'll keep some shards of Narsil as a treat. <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> okay, some some ring wraith shows up here. I'll just throw them at him like a like a shuriken. Dude, that'd be sick. Just little ninja stars of Narsil. Yeah, little, little ninja stars of Narsil. <laughs> but yeah, then the ghost army leaves. All this guy's laughing, and then this place starts shaking, and skulls start rolling around the ground. No, that hasn't happened yet. Oh yeah, no, there were. There's like right. some skulls roll in. This is super Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, no, so, no, no, no. This is like this is beyond Indiana Jones because the noise of the creaking and Legolas's face. I just want the camera to turn around there to just be a T Rex in the cave, <laughs> or like the Rancor. The Rancor from uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's the monster Luke fights at Jabba's place. The thing with the teeth. The no the the like humanoid thing that he fights in the pit in Jabba's palace. I have not seen it's Return like the, of the Jedi like the first, so long. It's like the first action scene in the movie. Huh. He, like, Luke shows up at Jabba's hut and he's all in black. Yeah. And, like, he, no, gets, I know. he gets let in. I, I... And then the pit opens up in Jabba's floor and drops him down in. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's, that's like, the first thing that happens Weird. in the movie. Weird. Okay. Like, so, like, full, uh, full disclosure, when I think of Return of the Jedi... All the stuff I picture in my brain first is all the stuff that happens on Tatooine at the beginning of the movie. Uh, when I think of Return of the Jedi, all I think about is Ewoks and Boba Fett getting kicked off that pleasure barge into In the, the worst stage kick ever? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's not Boba Fett. There's, like, just some random dude that oh, Mark Hamill there... clearly misses. Isn't that Boba Fett? Boba Fett falls into the pit, right? Yeah, Boba Fett falls. But there's another guy that Mark Hamill, like, does a kick, stage, oh, oh, oh. A kick to, and there's... Like eight inches of space Whatever. between them. You watch wrestling. You have yeah. no. You have no. Oh yeah, no. I laugh when people miss. <laughs> it's legit. Uh, anyway, we're trying still... to trying to kick each other real close without hitting each other is hard. We're still in Ghostland. We're about to leave Ghostland. Thankfully, thank God. Where it's time. We have been here thank too long. Iluvatar. Thank Eru. Thank the Maker. Uh- <laughs> thank the Maker. <laughs> But anyway, um, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. While you're on the website, check out some of the other Dueling Genre um, podcasts, uh, such as, what's the new one? Theme Park This is brand new. Um, Doctor's Companion, we just wrapped up uh, Series 12 of uh, The New Run. Jody Whitaker. if If you're caught up, go back and listen to that. Um, Tales from the Short Box, that's a comics podcast, protagonist podcast, Norman just recorded with them recently again. Yep, it'll be my fifth appearance. My god. But, yeah, there's a bunch, Geek by Night, Immunities, etc., etc. So, give those a listen if you haven't yet. Thank you so much for joining us in Ghostland yet again, and we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully leaving Ghostland. I don't actually know. 
Busting makes me feel good. What? <laughs> Gotta bust these ghosts. Oh, oh, oh. I. God. It's a line in the song. I ain't afraid Busting of no ghosts. Bye. Bye. <laughs>